0: That's all we dream big Cause all we take with us is the things we can Dream big, yeah She's dream big, yeah That's what my father said Dream big, mama told talk- me Hello, my name is Matthew Pfeiffer with MattPfeifferCoaching.com. Welcome to my channel. On this channel, I help people move their life forward after dealing with a toxic, narcissistically abusive relationship, and I also talk a lot about self-development. In this video and this channel is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you need more help than what this video can provide, make sure you connect with an online therapist through BetterHelp. All of those links are down below. When you use the link that from my channel, you'll get 15% off your first month of therapy with BetterHelp. So with all that being said, let's get into today's topic. So we are talking about trust issues. It is very common for people to deal with, to have trust issues after dealing with someone who's toxic or an unhealthy relationship. And quite often you may have actually had those issues before you actually got into the relationship. You may struggle with an anxious attachment style, you may have been cheated on before, or oftentimes what's something that's not talked about enough is that we can actually develop trust issues from childhood. And I'll talk about that in, in a whole another video. But the good news with all that being said is that trust issues can be dealt with, they can be corrected and they can be healed. And one of the things that uh, about trust issues is that it's very common for people to have trust issues these days. There are so many different things that can cause issues in a relationship Obviously, with technology these days, even a trusting partner—a partner who may not have actually, may not have cheated, may not have, may not be texting exes and all the horror stories that you hear—oftentimes, because there's so many different things that come up on social media. There's different temptations, whether it be an ex that might might DM uh, the, your significant other or, uh, or that baddie model on IG or that very handsome guy that's on your, your person's for you page can cause and can incite a lot of trust issues. Especially, again, if you struggle with a lot of anxiousness when it comes to your relationships and you have that fear that your partner has one foot out the door and they're constantly looking for the next best thing. And sometimes we allow for those things to run through our minds. So technology as great as technology is because technology can be a good thing in relationships too, because it helps us keep in, in contact and maintain contact with, with one another on a regular basis. But it also can be a handicap in relationship for all of those reasons as well. So one of the signs, one of the main signs, that you might be struggling with trust issues are that jealousy that oftentimes that we begin to feel. So one of the ways that we need to be able to correct this is to be in the present moment. We need to stay in the present moment. Oftentimes when we struggle with trust issues, we allow for a mind to wander. Oftentimes it wanders in the past of past issues and sometimes those past issues may not have anything to do with your partner. And oftentimes we also allow for our, our mind to wander into the future and we begin to have a lot of anxiousness of what could possibly happen. And we, uh, one of the things, and I'm going to say this, you're going to hear this theme that I talk about with trust issues over and over that trust issues are you focusing in on pain. You are trying to avoid being hurt again if you've been hurt in the past or oftentimes we allow for our mind to wander and we just assume, oftentimes because we have that person on a pedestal, that that person has other options and they have one foot out the door. And I know a lot of people are probably listening to this or watching this and are saying, well, my person does have one foot out the door. It's a whole different ballgame when trust actually has been violated. We're going to talk about that here shortly as well. But we have to begin to understand, we need to ask ourselves, if we're going to be present, we need to ask ourselves, is my reaction to this aligned with reality? Because one of the things about trust issues is that oftentimes we struggle to know whether to know the difference, whether there really actually is an actual threat or is this due to my insecurity, a real actual threat, or is this due to my insecurity? And so that is the reason why it is so important and so imperative for you to stay in that present moment and for you to, to be here in the, in the here and, and the now rather than allowing for your mind to wander. So number two, way that we begin to correct trust issues is that we have to learn how to communicate better. You hear so many people, one of the things you hear me say all the time is that I don't just let people throw out terminology and just say a bunch of bullshit because it sounds good because you've heard 30,000 other people say it. And so we're going to say for a second, communication is key. You hear people say that all the fucking time, not realizing what, What is it that they're actually saying? What do we mean? What does a coach therapist or another clinician when they say that communication is key, what are they talking about? Or are we just throwing out terminology because it sounds good and it's very cliche and, uh, and, and it fits right. And, and it's almost, it's almost poetic. So, so we can say that because it makes us sound really, really smart. Well, when you're talking about how communication is key, Oftentimes, people are talking about that they can communicate well orally, so I can speak very well. And so as I'm saying this, a lot of people are probably thinking to themselves, Matt, what the fuck does communication have to do with trust issues? And the reality of it is, is that it has a lot to do with it. Oftentimes, when we are with a partner and when you are dating, people will say things like, I want someone who is honest and open until that person is honest and open about something that you don't wanna hear. Now, when we talk about trust issues and we talk about the the links between communication and trust issues, we have to understand that you need to be a good listener to, to make sure that you, to help work through your trust issues. Oftentimes, people speak very well with communication we don't listen very well. So let's roll this tape forward. When you are, when you are a very defensive listener and that person tells you something that you don't want to hear, they tell you something that you don't like and you automatically put your walls up because again, your focus is in on your pain and not being hurt. And so you're not even listening and you don't even have an understanding of where your partner is possibly coming from. What potentially can happen is that you get defensive, and what happens is that now you put your partner on edge. Now, think about that for a second. If your defensiveness leads to your partner also being defensive or your partner shutting down, what does that internalize to you as the person who struggles with trust issues? Ding, 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 ding. All of a sudden, you watch, and you're, you're seeing your partner shut down. And the only thing that you can think of, because your focus is in on pain, is see what's that all about. And all of a sudden, instead of the two people talking about the real actual issue or whatever the solution actually is to whatever problem, you have now two people that are now getting defensive. And oftentimes when people struggle with trust issues, they don't see how their own behavior, their own defensiveness possibly can be leading into... Uh, into the argument and into the miscommunication. So part two, if we're going to work through our trust issues, is that we have to learn how to communicate. And if we're going to communicate well, that also means that we need to listen a lot better. Instead of listening to to respond, we need to listen to understand. That's, that's a quote from Stephen Covey, uh, who wrote um, Seven Habits of a Highly Effective Communication, I believe. Um or later, I don't. I don't remember. I'm. It's off. I'm, I'm losing it off the top of my head. But uh, it's actually a great book. Great quote. But it's important for you to learn with the learn to listen with the intent to respond or intent to understand rather than the intent to respond. So number three way that we can we work through our trust issues is that it's important for this is the other side of communication that you become very direct about the things that you actually need. So oftentimes when, especially when people struggle with, with not only trust issues, but with people pleasing and with codependency, oftentimes they are not very direct about their needs because again, what happens is that, that we think that that person it has one foot out the door and we don't want to ruin it. And so you, you hear people saying a lot that they feel like they're walking on eggshells They you don't want, you might even say to yourself, I don't want to be the bad guy I don't want to rock the boat. You might have something that you disagree with your partner about and you don't want to rock the boat. So you're not very direct. You're not very forthcoming. And to be perfectly honest with you, you're not being honest. And so what happens is that because you're not being honest and because you're not being direct about your needs, oftentimes we assume that that's what everybody else is doing too, that not everyone else that people are telling that people are sugarcoating things for you because that's what you're doing to other people number one. Number two, the reason why that this doesn't work, not being very direct about your needs. Oftentimes we get, we put ourselves in a position and we put ourselves in a lose-lose situation where we assume that our partner should just know. They should just know what what we want. They should just know what we need. And what, what we do is oftentimes we put that person on a pedestal and we internalize that if they can just read our mind, if they just know What to do without us speaking about it, without us being direct, then therefore they love us because they can read our mind just like a little fantasy thing like in in Disney or like in the movies, right? However, the problem is, is that nobody can do that. Literally, nobody can. Nobody can read your mind. The only person who knows what you're thinking and knows what you're feeling is you. Period. And so what happens, oftentimes, let's flip that around. If they can't read your mind, you assume that they love you and that they're in it, that they're, that, they're, that they're in this relationship and they're not going to hurt you. Well, if they don't know what you're thinking and we're setting them up for unrealistic expectations, and keep in mind that it's just a matter of time. It is a matter of time before they don't meet expectations because they literally can't read your mind and they can't read how you're feeling. And so they they make a mistake, and then guess what happens to you and your trust issues? You see that they've made a mistake. You see that they didn't meet a need that you didn't articulate. And then we internalize that as though that they are on their way out the door. Because, again, where you're, where's your focus? Your focus is in on your pain and trying to protect that pain and trying to protect your heart, right? And so what happens oftentimes, that Our reluctance to be direct and to be very forthcoming about our needs can, again, be end up being our own worst enemy. So it's important for us to communicate better orally and to be very direct. And then the other part to that, if you think about it like this, if you have something, if you have something that you need to share with your partner that the two of you disagree and you're very direct and the two of you guys, even if it leads to a disagreement right so disagreements are not disrespect as much as i talk about toxic relationships on my on my on my page and and on my channel disagreements and healthy are are required in healthy relationships so the fact that you guys disagree and then you're able to work it out that actually helps build trust issues you see that that person even when they disagree they didn't leave and so that actually helps build your trust issues as well number four is that it's important that you let people show you who they really actually are. This one is the hardest one because this is where we have to acknowledge and we have to accept that if we are going to work through our trust issues, that also means that we have to put ourselves at risk. That's the part that people who struggle with trust issues don't like. The potential that you could potentially get hurt again. The reality of it is, is that pain is not the enemy. Pain is what tells you how to handle certain situations. And we can't try to cling on to love, thinking that that's going to help alleviate trust issues. It does not. One of my favorite quotes and I share this with, with everyone I work with that struggles with trust issues. I don't know who, I don't know who, where the quote came from. So if you know who it is, make sure you put it in the comments down below so they get credit. I don't remember. I don't know if I ever if I ever knew. But um, a bird, when it lands on a tree branch, it's not worried about if the tree branch is going to break. Because its trust is not in the tree branch. The bird's trust is. Is in its own wings because it knows what it's going to do if the tree branch were to ever break. And that's how we need to be approaching relationships. And that's how we need to be approaching trust. Oftentimes you'll hear me say, and and maybe some other people say this as well, that, that if we're going to trust other people, we actually have to trust ourselves first that our ability to trust other people and our, or lack thereof, trust issues means that we need to learn how to trust ourselves. We need to trust our own decision-making, number one. And we also need to know and trust that I know what to do if this person were to ever leave, if this person were to ever cheat, if this person were to do the things that I'm afraid of, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be okay regardless. Does that mean that it's not going to hurt? Of course it's going to hurt. But we have to understand that We can't, us approaching a relationship with trust issues is not going to keep that person from doing those things anyway. Trust issues doesn't prevent people from cheating. You going through people's phones doesn't prevent people from cheating. You stalking people, you following people to work and showing up at their doorstep unannounced doesn't stop people from doing the things that you are afraid of them doing. And oftentimes, and to take that one step further, when you do meet someone who is healthy, it is more likely that it will push that person away. Because oftentimes, the things that we're afraid of, we oftentimes, when we, when we struggle with trust issues, we, we develop a self-fulfilling prophecy. We end up pushing people away that could potentially be a good, healthy partner for us. So with all that being said, thank you very much for tuning in. If you guys have questions that you would like for me to answer on this channel, make sure you send it to just ask matt at mattfifercoach.com. Again, that is just ask matt at mattfifercoach.com. Just make sure you keep that email two to three paragraphs max. It'll be very direct to the point. Where your question actually is if It's too long, if it's too lengthy, unfortunately, I will not be able to get to it. And with all that being said, thank you very much, and I will see you in the next video. Dream big, yeah She's dream big, yeah That's what my father said Dream big, mama told me dream big